Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Let's Unpack That, a media analysis podcast that is definitely about Berserk for the foreseeable future. Um, this is episode 27. I'm, I'm one of your Cheval. I'm here with my best friend, Cal, and we're going to um, talk about more uncomfortable stuff today. Yay! <laughs> These chapters of Berserk full of of torture and and terrible family relations it's it's all it's all good stuff but um yeah i'm glad i'm glad we're back we have to take a week off because um i am having internet issues um that are more so people issues than internet issues but it's fine it's fine it's fine um it's it's okay we should be good to go today though and yeah um we appreciate you guys understanding every day we have to take a little time off but, um, yeah, no, y'all are fantastic. We, we usually like try to you. record during the week if we can't do it on a Sunday. But uh, my <laughs> my work is insane right now. I yes. I go through phases where like generally I don't have like as much to do and it's mostly maintenance. And then like every quarter or so they're like, hey, uh, it's an emergency, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and then I'm just like underwater for like three weeks. So that's kind of what's been going on. But it'll be over next week, thank goodness. But but yeah, we were like, we're gonna find another day to record. And then I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we could do that this week. So thank y'all for waiting a little bit longer for an episode. We super appreciate y'all. Yo, yeah, no, for for sure. Um, we're we're definitely gonna give you three chapters today, though. Because um, we're at, we're reaching a pretty cool um, part of the story. Uh, I I don't know. This is this is these are some of my favorite chapters just because like it's so not for like oh this is awesome what happens it's just like ah yes tonal shift um, mm-hmm. things are taking quite the turn for everybody and um, we we we'll get into it later but um, we we've both been um, bursting at the seams to scream about fighting games instead um while my internet was down last week and i was rubbing two sticks together so (laughs) so so yeah um we 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 both have been playing uh, i've been i've become a lebron james main um Mm -hmm. it's it's been pretty cool we've we've both been playing multiverses a game that i feel like i actually suggest to people because it's free yeah i know it's Um, not like 70 dollars to get started or whatever it's like yeah it's just here you can play it starter deck shit like it's fucking magic the gathering like yeah yeah no but (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that game is surprisingly fun i am a renowned known smash hater that also enjoys smash so this is the the perfect game (laughs) yeah it's the perfect game for me to play um Really good netcode. The crossplay works pretty well. I played with um, Cal on my PlayStation while he was on PC, and I didn't really notice too many big differences. Um, it's still in beta, which is very noticeable because there are some wild ass glitches oh <laughs> that will happen yeah. during matches. I, I'm I'm not surprised they had an Evo exhibition, but I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised because there's so many kinks to still work out. Um, mm-hmm. But they did stuff like LeBron was banned because he came out. Uh, after the deadline to sign up for the competition, uh, so poor LeBron. Yeah, pe- yeah. People were making jokes because they were like, "He's just too powerful." But <laughs> <laughs> you just can't put him in there. He's you can't. You can't. On he, everyone. He's 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 a he's too good of a showdo. But yeah, I, I I am enjoying it though. It's really cool to see like the devs are so involved in it. It's it's like Smash, uh, Nick Smash, where the devs are very involved, but. I'm I'm sticking to this game better. I need to go back and try Nick Smash again. This game's gonna want me to give me like a chance to like give that game another shot <laughs> because 
I enjoyed the concept of it, but it just felt way too stiff. But honestly, 2v2ing people as uh, LeBron James and Harley Quinn is really fucking fun. It's very good. It's <laughs> so very good. fun. So I, good. yeah, I didn't, I don't know. Like, I expect to just, like, play it a few times with, like, Cheval or whatever. But, like, I found myself, like, picking it up in my free time and stuff, Hell too. Yeah. Where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to fight Akai tonight on in the park or whatever. You know, like I don't hate myself tonight. So I've been I've been playing more of it. It's been a good like decompressor in a lot of ways during a very stressful couple of weeks. But it's I don't know. It's really easy to pick up. It's very intuitive, much more so than I expected. Um, I honestly think it's even like easier than Smash in a lot of ways, just because. It flows really nicely. Yeah, but. it's simplified. It's simplified in a lot of ways. What I like is a lot of Smash controls still work. Like, they don't mm-hmm. really tell you too much in the tutorial, but, like, you can use the stick to do, like, the side Smash stuff and the down Smash stuff. Oh, um, uh, okay. You can, I think, like, the shoulder buttons are kind of cool because you can, like, charge up your running move with, like, R1 and stuff like that. Like, the, there's some stuff I, I, maybe if I went through the advanced tutorials, they might teach me something like that. I didn't go through the advanced tutorials. I was like, I'm not a scrub. I can... I can learn. It's fine. I don't need to know mechanics, but <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It 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 has like nuance because there's a lot of like team matchup stuff that works out well and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem like something that's like daunting. Like it doesn't seem like you know you're like trying to pick your perks before a match and it's like make or break. Right? It's just right. like it's like okay, this will help us out if we do this. We should play with more projectiles, or you know, we should try to use this move more often, type of thing. But Right. But I think it's cool because, I mean, let's be real, like, yes, this is for, like, people who like fighting games, but, like, the presentation, it's obviously still kind of for children. Like, obviously, yeah. like, it's a lot of children's properties, and it's got, like, a very cartoony style. So, it's cool that it's, like, accessible for its audience as well. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like a kid could pick this up and, like, get the gist of it, especially if they played Smash Bros. before already, right? Which I feel like most kids have. So, yeah, no, I, I dig... I dig multiverses a lot. I'm I'm more so excited who they're going to bring to the game in the future because mm-hmm. um, they're basically basically on everything, which is terrifying. But you know, that is terrifying. Um, yeah, it's nice for me as a multiverse player and nothing else. But yeah, <laughs> it's-, <laughs> yeah it's been. I don't know. Um, with with I did the advanced tutorial stuff because I was like I I do better conceptualizing things when I like even though it's a lot of it's kind of still baby stuff, but <laughs> there's one <laughs> challenge that has a glitch in it to where you cannot like finish it unless you like out glitch it basically, <laughs> and it's um. Wow. It's the knockback one, so it's teaching you, like, how to redirect when they're kicking you out of the ring. And for some reason, like, in the second part of it, it won't do what it's supposed to. So you have to, like, press the PS button at, like, a specific time while it's Uh doing stuff to, like, glitch it and finish the thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. It took me a little bit. It's not, like, hard, but it is technical so i was like oh this is weird um that's that's more of like a why thing like why why are you making me do this yeah and this is just like a random workaround somebody found and i'm I'm assuming they'll patch that out soon because it's not supposed to be like that um but i was just like (laughs) 
I was doing it the other night before I knew it was glitched. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And I just like hear Wonder Woman screaming over and over and over. <laughs> and, I, guys, and I'm just like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Like I, I'm doing what it says. And then I gave up on it for a bit. Because sometimes I reach points in tutorials where I'm like, I'm not yeah. getting something. I'll come back to it with like a fresh brain later and maybe I'll get it. And then I happen yeah, to see anime someone... fighters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> and then I happen to see someone I follow on Tumblr talking about it. And I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Like, first of all, I didn't know I followed fighting gay people on Tumblr. Second of all, <laughs> like... Oh, that's a really stupid glitch. <laughs> it kind of pissed me off a little bit. But like like you said earlier, like it's still in beta very much. Like it's not Yeah, yeah. They they definitely have some issues to work out. Um yeah. Batman's like zip zopping and zooping all over the fucking Holy place with his fuck. the grappling hook. That happened to me and Cal. We we both played Batman. Yeah. And it happened to both of us several times where we would do the grappling hook and just go fucking flying to our death. Like, um, I would grab someone, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I'd be, like, on the far right of the screen, disappearing, and I was just like, okay. Right. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, but, you know, it, it's playable. They're, they're working on the stuff. It's so funny, because the devs are really passionate. You should follow them on, online if you can. If you go to the multiverse, if you search multiverse, you should probably find them, but they're, like... Always apologizing for stuff because they had to delay season one, which is supposed to start soon, which is like the official launch of the game, mm-hmm. even though you can play it now. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I feel so sorry. I feel like we let everybody down. And everybody was oh, like, it's okay. Oh you guys okay, can bro. wait. Like, like it's a free to play game. I think we'll be okay. So, yeah. you know, when it's free to play, some of that stuff, I feel like a lot of that stuff is way more forgivable because it's like, you know, you're already like not really making a ton of revenue with this. And like, you know, I had to even think about Strive, not like missing features, because I'm like, well, we were in a pandemic, so I guess I'll give them, you know, like yeah. at the very, at the very finishing line with this game, you know, the pandemic was in full swing, and then now it's like still in full swing, so they're trying to get DLC out, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. they're probably not having a blast. So you know, I, I hope this game does well. Um, it's just, it's also just fun to see everybody's like actually like embraced it. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's like memes and shit, and you know, people are really into it. I think it's funny to me because, like, with Nick, like everyone talked about it so much, and then it kind of fizzled out pretty quickly. Probably because you know the gameplay was a lot stiffer. I don't feel like it had nearly as like much to it in that way. And like, the net code was the net code was also subpar. Yeah, it was rollback. Yeah, I think they fixed it since then, but on launch it was pretty mid. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard, but. I don't know. It's been cool seeing like a game like this come out in beta, like as quote unquote finished as it is. You know, like it's not a de- it's not a finished finished game, but it's got more to it than some other games I've played. <laughs> so yeah, I will give it that. But yeah, it's just really fun. I think you could get pretty much anyone into it whether they have any fighting game experience or not just because it's like very much a party game that you can play with people um it's yeah. also easy to hop on line even during teams mode and just like find someone you mesh with and play oh and yeah yeah a lot of people on good. right now too yeah, yeah. There, it's got a very healthy 
community at the moment. So yeah, if you're thinking about it, it's free. Uh, it's got a cool like unlocking system, so you don't have to like pay to win or whatever. You can like gradually unlock people yeah. at like a reasonable rate, I would say. Um, it's like how games used to be, right? <laughs> So, I don't know. I like that unlocking kind of feature. It gives me, like, something to focus on. So, I'm like, okay, like, I, if I get this yeah. much money, then I can, like, buy this character and learn them and then move on to the next one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I like it, too, because, like, it's less people to focus on, too. You can just focus on who you want to play yeah. rather than, you know, having, like, 300 people in front of you and be like, maybe I'll pick this one. Maybe I'll pick this one. Mm -hmm. Which... Like, I, I don't know if that's a problem for other people, but now, like, fighting games with all the characters unlocked, that's always what happens to me. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've been faced with 26 choices. I'm going to stick to these two and then never touch the rest because I I, I'm scared. So, me. yeah, I, yeah, for real. I, yeah, no, Um, the one thing I was surprised about, because I forgot, this was, this was announced about it when it came out. But, but I mean, when it was announced. But um, it's not on Switch, which I think is hilarious because... Um, I, I, I don't know. It, the Switch is hard to work with with that stuff because it's not that like rollback netcode isn't possible on there, or, like, crossplay isn't possible on there. Because other, like I think like Brawlhalla and I think a Street Fighter on there and a couple of other games have rollback netcode on there. Right? I think I think even the Capcom Fighting Collection does. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it, you have to like really fucking work with the system to get it to do some of that shit. And I feel like. They might release one later, but there's not one now. And I don't think that they're really trying to, like, rush that out either. Yeah. So I thought that was surprising, though. Because I was like, really? The Smash clone isn't, like, on a Nintendo system? Yeah. But, yeah. I, also, I thought that that was kind of wild. I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why. Because it is a Smash clone. Like, if they're kind of, like, mm, <laughs> about it. But also Nintendo likes to make money. So I am kind of surprised that it's not on there. But... I guess yeah, because yeah, because Nick Smash is on there and Brawlhalla is, which are both technically like quote unquote oh, Smash okay. opponents. Um, maybe because this is a bigger company, but that's the thing, Nickelodeon, right? Right. So, so yeah, like, yeah. Nick's like I doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, so like I I don't know. I think it is kind of funny that they're not on there though, because that would be. I feel like if it was on the Switch, it'd have like double the player base. Oh it has yeah. Because yeah. yeah, people people would eat that shit up on switch but yeah. we'll see in the future i don't know there's it's on a lot of shit right now though so you have a playstation or an xbox or a computer that a computer that can run like you know pretty low-end games you're probably you probably play it oh, yeah. i mean it looks it's not super duper hd 4k graphics either it's like cartoon graphics so right like, shouldn't be pressing your system to the limits they're planning on releasing it for mobile too like that's kind of the degree yes. to which like it doesn't play like a mobile game i want to emphasize that but like, no no uh they've simplified it a lot like it would play decent on switch i feel like if it ever does come out on switch and like some yeah. games they've released on the switch where i'm like that Sounds like, like hell. Like Witcher, I'm just like, what are you doing? Witcher. <laughs> Witcher looks like a PS2 game on on Switch. Is kind of funny. Oh, now all you need is a copy of a uh, uh, Arabic Resident Evil. Oh my 4. god! <laughs> you'll have the perfect experience. Oh my god! Yeah, I love playing uh, Resident Four <laughs> in Arabic. Resident Four. <laughs> Um, sorry. I'll I'll post the video in the description. There's a there's a video going around of a bootleg version of Resident Evil Four that came out when the original game came out. Um, that was 
uh, fans fan translated to Arabic, and there are no female voices. All the female voices are still in English. And oh, I miss when that you die. So funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you die, Cal can explain it better because he lived in Jordan for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, what is it? Is it like is so, it, you said they say it when people die? Yeah, but... I think so. There's different like prayers and parts of the Quran that are like recited for different things, and right. uh, I think I know that bit most commonly from like call to prayer stuff because I heard it like every Friday morning. But like, <laughs> just but it, it was basically like getting like your last rites or something from a priest. <laughs> And it had me on the... They just start playing it. It sounds, like, as tinny as it would, as if you were hearing it from, like, a mosque that's, like, a block down the street. You know? It was... I was every time you die. I was like, you know what? I want this... I want this mod for Strive anytime, like, (laughs) you lose. Oh, that's gotta exist. uh, No, that's gotta exist already. (laughs) That's, if it exists, I'm sending it to you immediately. Oh my God. That's fucking hilarious. I, yeah. Every time you die, it just plays. Every time there's a slash, it just starts playing <laughs> verses from the Quran. <laughs> they start layering over each other every single time. Yeah. No, it's. God. Oh I will say okay. this, like, okay. I was telling Cheval, like, it took me back to when I lived in Jordan, because I was like, oh, this is, like, the experience of buying, um, <laughs> from, like, they literally had, like, entire storefronts, <laughs> like, little corner storefronts, like, dedicated to selling bootleg movies and, like, computer software and games, and, like, we usually got movies, because we had a Mac, uh, but <laughs> it... I was telling him, like, sometimes if a movie was newer, it would be kind of, like, a toss-up, and you wouldn't be sure if you were getting, like, the American release of it, or if you were getting, like, um, <laughs> like, a really crappy, like, cell phone video from someone sitting inside a movie theater, and sometimes it, like, falls mm-hmm. behind the chair a little bit, and you can, like, hear someone eating popcorn, <laughs> um, really loudly into the mic. Oh my god. <laughs> and so and then you're like, do I want to watch this that badly? Can I wait? I might be able to put up with the I've watched some where I'm like, I'll put up with this. I don't give a shit. Oh my god. Uh, movie going. I experience. think that that's fair. Right. I was also like fourteen. I didn't give a shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, there is like game software too. I remember some of my friends getting some computer games and being like, what the fuck is this shit? When they would open it. Because, like, for context, it's not, like, expensive. It was maybe, like, two to five dinar for, like, one. Sometimes you would get deals where they would do, like, I don't know. They would do, like, uh, seven for ten dinar or something like that. So, like, you could get a lot of, like, a lot of movies for very cheap. But, like... (laughs) Incredible. Listening to the little bootleg thing and like having that bit in there, I was like, oh, this is nostalgic in like the weirdest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's super nostalgic. Uh, so praise and mechanism. I can, I just, that was just, a, that was just the good thing I saw. And I'm glad that Cal got out of it than I did because it was just so funny to like see like, 
like in for in the video like the the arabic is like very like like when it's dubbed over it's like the world's fuzziest mic oh yeah so it's like somebody like his mouth is like on the mic <laughs> translating There's, like no into like it. uh like muffler whatever they're called like the little fuzzy things yeah. that go over it um <laughs> I don't know. Very authentic experience for a bootleg Arabic game. And I mean that fondly. I don't mean that in a derogatory way at all. It made me laugh oh, yeah. because I've played shit like that and watched shit like that before. Where, oh my God, I think I watched something where someone dubbed over the movie afterwards in Arabic and it was like a similar situation oh, no. where like they were using really crappy mics. And I was crazy crying laughing and my mom was like well okay i guess because <laughs> we gotta get a different <laughs> copy from somewhere else um no y'all should have just kept watching it was the problem I, because like you could still hear the english underneath it too like, <laughs> way turned down and then they just like dubbed over it <laughs> like really crappy mics afterwards um oh my god i forgot That's about that fucking so funny. funny this is also the reason i like did not have any concept of piracy when i moved back to the states at like age 18 i was just like i don't know what that means <laughs> we bought bootleg movies yeah. every day of my life and like you want it you take it what's the problem yeah no i mean i remember watching <laughs> like some tv show or like a movie and they were talking about like bootleg stuff and i was like what do you mean like it's normal i oh my god i think it might have been like later on in life watching like a mary kate nashley movie like new york minute or something and they were talking about like bootleg handbags and movies or something oh and yeah, i yeah. was just like wait what's bad about that like i have so much bootleg shit and like i grew up seeing the you know how people will post like the bad like translated t-shirts and shit like that and like the weird looking yeah, like Mickey yeah. Mouse shit. That was just like what I grew up with. I'm pretty sure I have a bootleg like Winnie the Pooh blanket that I still own that I got when I was like <laughs> five in Turkey. Um, it's like super threadbare now. I've been working on restoring it. But um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like that just was kind of my life. And also we didn't have like a whole lot of money. So we didn't buy a lot of imported shit. So it was just kind of like. Yeah, this is normal. This is this is what's up. <laughs> and like being back in the states, and people are like, "No, the internet will like Pirate send the internet will send your dad a fucking letter, being yes. like, hey, <laughs> someone downloaded a Game of Thrones episode at your house. We're gonna <laughs> sue you.'" And then my dad comes upstairs and he like, "Why'd you do that?" And I'm like, "Cause you taught me to pirate. I don't know what's <laughs> you taught me what torrent was. I learned it from you." Literally, I did not know what was, like, going on. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't do that in America. And I was like, why the fuck not? What do you mean? He's like, it's 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 stupid here. Just just don't get us arrested. I I love that some internet providers do that, um, if you don't have a VPN. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I had that happen to me when I was in college. Because oh my God, yeah. I, I had some stuff torrenting in my backpack. And I guess my phone, my computer wasn't, like, all the way off. And it connected to uh, campus Wi-Fi. And they pulled me into an office, and they were oh, like, "I remember that." Hey, uh, they didn't tell me why either. They just sent me an email saying you need to meet with this person in this office. And I was like, "Okay." And then I go to the office, and they're like, "Hey, so we found out you were doing this." And I was like, "Okay." And they're like, "You could get like you know, 
like sued for this if you keep doing this. So I was like, okay. And then I kind of went back to class. So just turn your Wi-Fi off when you're on campus and you'll be okay. Yeah. Because obviously my apartment complex didn't give a fuck. What were they going to do? They probably got dozens of letters a week from everybody on campus torrenting. Yeah. I <laughs> couldn't do anything about it. Like, I don't know. It, it's, listen, pirating isn't bad. Um, no. As long as you own the product, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, but um, yeah, I, I love bootlegs. Any type of, any sort of bootleg um, that is like the worst bootleg you can imagine. Mm-hmm. It's just infinitely funny to me. No, 100%. Um, Let's rock. Listen, um, we're only on like, uh, we don't know when Berserk's going to end anymore. Oh, yeah. So um, we have a lot of Berserk to get through. Yeah, we got a lot of <laughs> trucking to do. So, yeah. Not a truck in view. <laughs> um, more, we got more content warnings to write. We got more um, awful things to read. There's some stuff I've read coming up post um, thing coming up <laughs> <laughs> that I was telling Cal about before we started recording. But I'm like, ooh wee, this is uh, some dark shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know about this one, but. Um, yeah, some of that stuff is probably like five or six episodes away, and even then, it's like I, I'm I'm kind of dreading that. Yeah, but we're trying to do like um, three ish chapters an episode for right now. Um, if stuff yeah. gets chunkier again later, we might do two again. But honestly, I feel like three with like the new summary format and stuff is a pretty good pace for us. So yeah, uh, hopefully yeah. we'll be able to get through some of that. Uh, we also are approaching the anniversary of the date we aired our first episode yes we had started recording well before that but um august 18th i think is what shaval said is the day we uh first officially posted our new episode so that's that's exciting i'm very excited to come up on that and i was hoping we could get to the eclipse by then but you know what this year has been a year um yeah and there's been we both got married we both had work shit (laughs) We both are mentally ill. Like <laughs> that happens. <laughs> There's other shit that was, was going on before that. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It, it's a long, long time coming. But no, thank you guys who have been listening since the beginning. It, it's really cool that we're still keeping this going. Yeah. And now that you said that, I realized we probably would have been at the eclipse if we didn't have a few breaks. Probably. So, yeah. That is that is really funny. But um, no, really glad to have all the support you guys gave, especially last month with. Um, the donation to um, Buckle Bunnies. We really appreciate you guys who's pitching the money. So we will um, uh, post we'll... a screenshot whenever we uh, donate that. It, with the week being what it's been, we haven't gotten around to it quite yet. But that money will be going to them soon. Yeah, the money will be going to them soon. We'll post the yeah, we'll post the receipt. And yeah, no, we, we really appreciate you guys for that. And you guys who just were you know contributing money before that, we really appreciate it. Mm. Um, it's really cool to see that people like believe in this and want us to keep going. So. Um, <laughs> Thank you for sitting through some of the most awful things we've had to describe, but also um, sitting with us when we talk about really cool stuff that mm-hmm. we enjoy about this manga that I'm genuinely like really enjoying. Yeah. Um, especially um, in, my, in my own reading, but also like going back a lot, over a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to have new perspectives on it. Um, so, yeah, no, no, really love this podcast. I'm glad that you guys are along with us. Yeah, we're really happy to have other fans to you know talk about stuff with sometimes some of you guys have reached out and talked to us about a bit and that's always really exciting when we can do that because you know we're we've been friends for so fucking long at this point we're just like recording for us is just like having a normal conversation about media most of the time 
maybe a little more structured yeah. than our ADHD brains normally allow. But it's it's nice to be able to have these conversations with other people. And that's what we wanted to do with this podcast. So thank you guys for yeah. pitching in with that and being willing to communicate with us about stuff. It's always a really great time. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And with that, we'll go ahead and start um, right. getting back to <laughs> the terrible, awful times of our boy Griffith. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> who's... who's he, he's made a mess he made he made a mess of literally fucking everything uh this last episode that we had if you want an in-depth uh version of this summary go ahead and just listen to the last episode we're trying to as cal mentioned earlier we're trying to make these summaries a little shorter than they were before um because we kind of worried just, especially i feel like on my end especially i was kind of just <laughs> saying the chapter again but um we'll kind of get through this one and then get to where we're supposed to be today so last time we read chapters, if you're on the very legal and very awesome um, 30, uh, very legal and very awesome read berserk.com, we are on chapter uh, 37, 38, and 39. That's what we read last time. So I'm going to do a quick summary. Um, last time we saw uh, Griffith, he um, got his boyfriend to leave him, and now we go to the said boyfriend guts in the forest, kind of wondering why he left the band of the hawk. Kind of maybe regretting getting about his friends and then going, yeah, I know this is my path. You know, that's not today, it's yesterday. But while he's, you know, having his little emo moment, um, he hears a big noise, sees a gigantic shadow that looks kind of like Zod before turning around and, you know, not seeing anything and then seeing something as it tries to reach for him. But as he tries to slash that, you know, he once again is fooled by what he thinks is tricking his, the trick of his imagination. Um, but as he's thinking that, our boy Skull Knight pops out, um, says, uh, do not be afraid, <laughs> basically, does the whole angel thing, but lets him know the gears have started turning, you struggler, take heed, one one year hence shall be the time of the eclipse. Um, and that's that's the most important part of what he said. So he's letting him know the eclipse is coming up within um, a year. So he tells him, yeah, uh, take heed. Uh, just remember, you were born from a corpse and life and began your life from death in the mud just you know i i, I called this him kind of like just bullying guts he's saying all this for a reason <laughs> it's just kind of funny to go back over it but anyway guts is kind of freaked out because he's not sure what anybody we just saw but it's the night skeleton the skull knight who by the way this is the first time we see him and we'll be seeing a lot more of him in the future but we flash back to charlotte who's kind of wondering you know what will happen with her boy Griffith since, you know, she hasn't seen him in a while. And lo and behold, here he is outside of her window, like a fucking creep um, coming to see Charlotte after he lost to Guts. We haven't seen him since then, actually. And I don't think the rest of the band of the Hawks said they saw him either. Um, but, you know, as he's, you know, telling her, yeah, you should just let me in. It's fine. Even though I'm cold and wet, we can see him kind of turn and he kisses Charlotte. And this starts chapter 38 where we see him move to the bed with Charlotte, obviously trying to have sex with her, taking control of the situation, trying to get over some of the things that happened with Guts. And as they're having sex, we have these intercut moments between, um, you know, uh, Casca picking up uh, Guts's old armor and thinking about it and thinking about Guts leaving while we get very violent and, um, you know, rough sex between Guts and, I mean, not Guts, <laughs> between Griffith and uh, Charlotte. We also get some shots of, you know, Casca kind of, you know, mourning the situation with Guts. But 
not before we see a maid um, or one of the servants of Charlotte kind of look through the keyhole and see, you know, Griffith and Charlotte going at it. But anyway, Charlotte wakes up the next morning, notices that Griffith is gone and there's some blood. But, you know, as Griffith is looking back and thinking about what he's just done, he gets caught by the army and is immediately put into <laughs> captivity. Um, meanwhile, Charlotte's trying to keep a secret and it's not really going so well. Because uh, her dad walks in, rips the sheets off, sees uh, blood on the bed from the time she had sex with Griffith. Um, we talk about how kind of silly this is last episode, if you're wondering why that sounded weird. So yeah, jump back an episode if you want to hear stuff about um, the accuracy of periods in the Berserk <laughs> manga. But um, with that, you know, the, the dad kind of loses his fucking mind. So he goes directly to the torture chamber where, where Griffith is. And starts beating the living shit out of him um, with a whip, telling him that he's a thief and he took the only good thing in his life from him, the images of his daughter, and she's so stupid and it's the only warmth he could ever get. And while he's going off about this very creepy tirade, um, Griffith kind of points out the fact that, hey, it kind of sounds like you want to have sex with your daughter. Um, which, you know, mouth agape and angry, it just sends the king into a fucking spiral and he starts whipping with the shit of Griffith, leaving him bloody and battered. Um, he turns around and tells his man, hey, don't tell anybody about this shit, all right? We don't need that. We need to know that my daughter has been sullied, even though she's definitely at a period at this point. Um, but in the meantime, see a very ableist caricature come up and be named the main torturer for our boy Griffith as the king leaves. And we see Griffith, you know, pretty much getting ready to be tortured. And with that, we go into um, a pretty awful scene where the king sneaks into Charlotte's room while she's sleeping, undresses her, and begins to sexual assault her. Um, the last shot we see is him crawling over her body like a monster of some sort. And with that, we get one final shot of Griffith in his torture chamber, um, and which leads us into today's chapter, chapter 40, um, or Demise of a Dream. It is, is officially called in the Dark Horse release. And... As we start this, I do want to say um, another free advertisement for the deluxe edition. If you're sometimes wondering what some of the symbols and stuff say in the scan in the scanned version or in the original Dark Horse version, the deluxe does a way better job of that. Um, yeah. Actually, like later on when Puck comes back, some of the shit he says is like fourth wall breaking, and I've noticed it doesn't really make as much sense in the previous translation. So. Or there's like reference to like Japanese celebrities and stuff. So yeah, I I would highly recommend reading it like that because there was some stuff that I went back over just like I was curious and it was not matched up at all. But anyway, I have to go ahead and get into this horrible scene. But right, so we open um, demise of a dream with a um, shot of Griffith laying face down in a bale of hay, torture chamber, absolutely just like covered in scars from head to toe and it's a full page shot it's pretty brutal but not as brutal as um charlotte still being assaulted by her father so he's over her now crawling over on the bed he looks like a goddamn monster like sweating on top of her she doesn't know what's going on she pushes him off he flies off of the bed <laughs> um i don't know if he's just like a frail old man or if it was like an adrenaline but she like threw his ass off the bed right he like flies across the room and, you know, he's, like, crying, like, look at her, and he's like, Charlotte, wait, I I wasn't going to do anything. And he 
sees her again and like tries to grab her again, right? And is on top of her. He's mounting her, licking her face, doing all this gross shit. Uh, she like, kicks him away again. He keeps going back. She kicks him away once more as he's like trying to like force himself on her again. But this time she like kicks him like square in the middle of his face, breaks his nose, his face is all bloody. And at that point, he finally decides to let up. So he runs out of the room screaming in agony. Charlotte, still naked, is like shivering from the encounter and just screams, save me, Lord Griffith, save me, as she like sobs in her bed, right? So we cut back to the king who left the room and is like, you know, once again, just drooling blood. A lot of his teeth were knocked out, his eyes closed because she like popped him right in his eyes, so it's swollen. And he's just like screaming, damn you, Griffith. Like Griffith had anything to do with what just happened, right? Yeah, it's Griffith's fault. Um, yeah, it's Griffith's fault. Yeah, no. So damn you, Griffith, for, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he did some bad stuff, but I, I'm not, <laughs> not going to give him that one. <laughs> oh, right. So we cut from that horrible scene to a shot of um, the Band of the Hawk in a field. And their armor, though, everybody's kind of got some more clean clothes on. Uh, we see Casca specifically out in the field. And then we zoom in on the main members of the Band of the Hawk. You know, Rickard's kind of questioning what's going on. Um, you know, Corcus is thinking it might be training. And, you know, Rickard is smarter than him. And he's like, without any equipment? I mean, he never really came back to the barracks. I guess he was really in shock. So now we know they have not seen him at all since what happened with Guts, right? Like, they literally haven't seen him. He never came back. The last time they saw him, he was kneeling on the ground in the snow, right? So, <laughs> you know, now Corcus talks shit about Griffith and is like, wow, is he the guy who would let that get him down? You know, like, he didn't just lose one of his best friends and a soldier. And, you know, of course, you know, Rick being who he is tries to defend Griffith, and Cor but of course Corcus is like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, but yeah, but whatever. It's nothing. And, you know, as they're still arguing over this, you know, Guts' men are depressed. And they're crying. The guts love him, which is so sad. They're like muttering and still not. Open. And mind you, it's been like maybe 24 hours because he left in the morning. And I think it's like the next day, right? So it's only been like a day. But, you know, Casca hasn't really said anything. She's obviously the one who led them out here because right? Griffith's not there. But, you know, she's kind of not saying too much. Everybody's kind of wondering where Griffith is. And as all of this is happening, um, our boy Pippin hears like some rustling through the wind, right? And he's kind of noticing what's going on. And he looks up and he sees a battalion like running from over the hill. And he tells everyone, take cover. You know, we never hear Pippin talk, but he shouts this as loud as he can as he like barely opens his eyes to like peek, which I think is also really funny because it confirms that this man literally has his fucking eyes closed um, 100% of the time. Um, but anyway, uh, even Corcus is surprised. <laughs> He's like, Pippin shouted? <laughs> Which is even funnier, because how long have they known each other? Um, but yeah, so Pippin didn't shout for no reason, right? So everybody looks over to where he is, and they get rained on with arrows. A, at least a dozen guys in the of the Hawk just get taken out immediately. Their horses, too. Everybody's falling over. There's arrows and eyes. And it's a sneak attack, right? Everybody's kind of confused. They're like, where's the enemy? What's going on? None of them have their equipment. None of them have battle armor or anything. Um, Rickard starts to ride out, but not before getting hit in the arm. Um, and, you know, eventually we get a wider shot of 
the the basically the entire Midland army surrounding them from every spot, whether it's on the hill, across the lake, just across the plains, like they're circling them, right? And so they're all in the center getting rained down, down with arrows, no armor, no equipment. And yeah, it, it sounds as fucked as it is. So, you know, the, they start noting the troops and they don't really, they can't really tell what's going on. So they're like, it has to be Tudor, right? And as they get closer, Rickert notices that it's definitely the Midland army, but not for, you know, a bunch of crossbows go off, killing a lot of the men in the Band of the Hawk. And, you know, everybody's freaking out, especially Orcus, wondering if they're going to die. Uh, Pippin's blocking arrows with his fucking arm. I, I, I guess that's just what he does, you know, and the rest of the main members. Yeah, he, he he's he's a fucking beast. Dude. I love Pippin. But um, Casca finally snaps out of it um, after, you know, kind of being out of it when they first arrived and she kicks into the commander mode, tells them to form ranks, tells them that, you know, if they scatter, they're going to be they're going to be dead. So they need to stick together, together, tells them to get in formation. But as all of this is happening, she gets a volley of arrows shot directly at her. And before we can tell what's going on, um, because, you know, Mira really loves his cliffhangers, we get a shot of Griffith waking up. Right, so he's waking up in the torture chamber, and at this point, he's pretty much he's hanging. So he's hanging from his wrists by shackles, and his ankles are shackled to the floor with like a heavy weight hanging, like weighing them down. Right. So the person waking him up, the torturer, um, who I think we mentioned it last episode, because he's deformed and has a bunch of disabilities, they made him sound. Uh, they wrote him really, really weird. I'm not going to do that though. So. Um, I, I, we we're probably gonna have to talk about it again too because he's yeah, he's sadly a big a big part of yeah. You know, so <laughs> so he he wakes Griffith up and he's like, "Wow, you're amazing! This much torture and you haven't made a peep. I have never seen such you know that that much from anybody. You know, he's like, especially for the leader of the Hawks. He's like, I'm so moved. He starts like crying because wow, this is so emotional. And as I'm saying this, right, I realize yeah, Griffith not hung up by shackles actually. He's got hooks through his hands. Oh, shit. Um, that, that too. Oh, God. Yes. And the tension is so, like, strong. It's, like, pulling. Like, he can't, like, close his hand, right? Like, it's pretty fucking brutal. But as he's, like, crying over his masterpiece, you know, that he did on Griffith, the torturer reaches over and he sees the behalet on around Griffith's neck. And he's like, oh, this is cool. Can I keep this? And as he's holding it, he kind of slips out of his hand and it falls into a and directly into the sewer where we see it drift off and we kind of see Griffith notice it gone, but you know, we can't really do anything about it now. So for all we know, the behalet's gone. Yeah. It, it went into the sewer and it's on its little journey to whoever the hell finds it next. And with that, I'll go ahead and let Cal take on the last two chapters that are definitely not um, dramatic and awful. Slash. Slash. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we never see the Behalet again, and we get a happy ending later. It's yes. so good and worth it. So good. <laughs> yeah, Behalet's gone. It can't hurt anyone anymore. Yeah. It's all good. I am glad <laughs> to do both parts of the assault scene. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Let, let, me know, let me know if you want one of these, because um, if you want me to take one of these. These are pretty funny chapters, but also considering our... Um, non-racist joking about Arabic stuff yeah, <laughs> is I, actually really funny. I feel like I deserve <laughs> this after what you just went through, so we'll we'll talk about it. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, the next chapter is Arms Tournament. If you are reading on our legal website, yes. it is uh, chapter 41. Just for those yes. who are keeping track while we switched. Um, and we arrive in a extremely different scene. Um, we come into a tournament, like a festival that's in full swing. There's like all these people people gathered and there's these different events going on. We have like jousting in a couple of panels. We have hand-to-hand combat. There's archery. There's like strength competitions. There's It's just like a like show how strong you are kind of uh, festival where like all the people come together and they're like, I am the strongest person in the land. But um, <laughs> all this is over being overseen by... Uh, this lord who is like very fascinated by everything he seems to really <laughs> enjoy everything that's going on and he's like apparently this Curly is like mustache. yes <laughs> <laughs> apparently this specific tournament has gotten like very famous in like several different countries and he's super proud of it uh because it started to pull in people from other lands even who are super strong um so we kind of get a gist of where this is starting to go but his attendant is like, oh, like our next match is starting. And he's like super pumped about it. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, on, on one side, like, we have this announcer like it's it's a full blown like sports festival. Um, but he's like, you know, on one side, we got this mercenary named Valencia and is also known as the King of Massacre. <laughs> it's like some WWE kind of yes. thing right now. That's a perfect explanation for um, it. <laughs> and Valencia, just to give you guys the mental image in case you're not reading along, he's like fully decked out in like the sheet armor. He's got like, I don't know, it's like <laughs> missiles on his legs. Like he's got like tubes of like iron and sheet metal and this really complicated <laughs> helmet. And, you know, the announcer's hyping him up, and he's he's got a huge sword, too, by the way. Um, and he's like, ah, he's like this wild beast, and he's claimed 130 Midland soldiers in the war or whatever. I guess people, like, use the Hundred Year War as, like, a measurement for a lot of things for people yeah. from Midland. Um, and then uh, on the other side, <laughs> just going to... I'm going to read this part verbatim, but... Um, <laughs> On the other side is this tournament's dark horse, a newcomer using strange weapons and techniques who continues to cut a swath through the competition. He's an enigmatic warrior from a strange land. His name is, uh, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce this, honestly. I've been saying like Silat in my head, um, but it could be something else. Anyways, um, to describe this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one uh, that I've kind of, alluded to in past episodes about not being super excited about getting this part but he is yes. dressed in a very stereotypical um kind of like bedouin outfit he's wearing leather there's not a lot of um metal involved he's got pointy shoes and boots uh he's wearing a head turban and his face is fully covered uh he's very lithe and dark skinned and has like weird um like eastern weapons i'll just say that um it's he looks like he could be in street fighter i'll be honest <laughs> he looks like <laughs> yes, that kind of yes. character yes yes so very a lot of rashid energy coming, coming yeah from. yeah there's um there's a lot of contrast between the two though um we yeah. have you know on one hand we have this very like 
Western ideal of a warrior. And on the other hand, we have a Western idea of what um, Eastern warriors are like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but our Lord is, he's super hype about it. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to see this shit. And right before the fight starts, we see Guts, who's off in the distance. And he's just kind of observing quietly what's going on. And the fight starts out with a bang. We got Valencia, like, charging in, swinging his sword. Um, he's going okay. real hard. And Salat is, like, dodging everything. It, it's very reminiscent to a lot of Guts's fights, where he's, like, kind of phasing through it. He's moving so fast. There's, like, multiple of them on the screen. Um, <laughs> or the page. Whatever you're reading. Uh <laughs> But, you know, the, the Lord's, like, super impressed. And he's like, oh, he's, like, Valencia's, like, pushing. And the other guy's dodging, you know, like, just saying what's happening, basically. <laughs> like, like people want to do. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is a very vicious fight that's going on. But right as Valencia swings down, um, Salat's weapons are, like, these three-pronged knives, uh, basically. And he manages to catch the sword between them and kind of like make it stick so that he can't yeah. pull as easily. And at the same time, he <laughs> sorry, this is going to be kind of a convoluted storytelling, but I'll try to do it. Um, he like whips his leg around his arm and then just like kicks him full on in the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> took me a couple of tries to like write out my summary because i was like what is happening here just yeah it's going on um you know valencia is not too happy about that though everyone in the crowd's like holy shit he just kicked him in the face <laughs> Fuck. which would also be my reaction but um valencia swings in again and uh slot like angles both his knives so that he's like cutting in an x shape and he slices clear through the sword, and then he has Valencia basically dead to rights um, with both his knives crossed over his throat. It's a very funny image because Valencia is like two feet taller than him, so he's like kind of on his tiptoes a little, <laughs> like threatening this giant ass man. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's pretty easy to cut your sword. I could, I could cut your head off too. Um, <laughs> and Valencia is like. Yeah, I, I'm done. I submit. You know, that's it. And Salat's very smug, and he's like, oh, how sportsmanlike. And then we get into uh, a whole little <laughs> shtick where he's like, the sword arts of this land are dull and narrow-minded. In the face of my deeply rooted fighting arts, they remind me of children swinging sticks. And we will discuss this at length later. I'm not going to right now. <laughs> And the Lord's like super pumped. He's like, oh, the turban guy did it. Like <laughs> He's going to win for sure. But he's like, but like at the same time, I don't feel great about like a foreigner winning this shit. That's kind of that sucks. Uh, yeah, he's like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like I don't want the brown guy to win. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, so that's kind of like, well. I guess this is kind of a wash, you know, like I'm not, there's not anyone else who's going to be able to challenge me here. And then our, our good boy guts comes strutting onto the field and he's looking, he's looking pretty chipper. He's looking a lot better than the last time we saw him. And everyone like, is like, who the fuck is that? Like, who's this guy? <laughs> and the guy who was next in line was like, Hey, like, 
there's a line. Like, you gotta wait your turn. And Guts is like, eh, don't get so worked up about it. It's a festival. Yeah, relax, relax. Yeah, just chill out. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Um, but... Like pats he, him on he, the head. Yeah, he like pats him <laughs> on the head, and he's like resting his arm on top of his head, just being a dick. I love um, guts so much. <laughs> true, true guts moments happening here. Um, but he turns to Salat and he's like, "So, like, it looks like you wanted to fight someone tougher. I'll, I'll take a swing at it, you know." And Salat's like really skeptical. He's like, "Are you saying like you're stronger than that guy?" And Gus is like, oh, like, you'll know if you try it, right? <laughs> and the other guy's like, do I get, like, a say in this? I, I would like to go next. Which, I don't know why he's so eager to get his head cut off, but, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but Salat's kind of like, well, like, I mean, if our sponsor's okay with it. And the Lord's like, oh, this is, like, fucking great. Yeah, like, entertain us. I'm totally down for this shit. <laughs> and Gus is like, see, this guy gets it. And the other guy who was gonna fight next just kind of walks up off and he's like no fear um it's a lot and guts kind of face off and guts has his sword out of his sheath at this point but he's still just kind of like resting it on his shoulder he's not like taking a stance or anything as it's a lot is like getting super ready to show down he's being kind of flashy about it and he's like um you know what oh yeah because the lord said like you know give us an entertaining sideshow and he's like well you know sideshow or not like you chose this so you better be fucking prepared and guess is like yeah okay and like (laughs) you know kind of does a little like come hither with his hand and so that's like (laughs) you're not gonna like do anything and you (laughs) and he like starts like going into like Dragon Ball Z mode where he's like predicting everything his opponent's gonna do and he's like you mean to win by using that freakishly massive sword to keep me at a distance but your style of swordplay can't restrain my movements and shonen Guts moment like, yeah true shonen <laughs> moments happening here um, and Guts is like I mean that sounds pretty sensible since you said like we're all narrow minded or whatever the fuck but like don't <laughs> it. it's just a festival um, and so that's kind of like not very happy with his cheekiness but he's like all right whatever a festival without blood is a rather boring thing and then he like lunges at him after doing this like little flourish and then the situation is basically reversed we got guts dodging everyone's like losing (laughs) their shit because they saw how fast slot was in the first time um but Slot still has some tricks up his sleeve he has a knife in his pointed boot which is We'll, we'll also talk about, we'll talk about <laughs> his weapons later. Um, but he, you know, he kicks out again. The knife is, like, directly pointed at Guts' throat. And Guts catches it with the, like, hilt of his sword that's over his shoulder. Um, <laughs> and then using his other foot, like, while he's, like, holding himself up, he swings the other foot at Guts, too. There's a lot of acrobatics <laughs> going on here. I'm doing my best. But he he's swings very bendy. Yeah, he's super flexible. Um, this part's so fun. It's 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 great. I love this part. Um, you know, he's like kicks out at guts and guts catches it with his like gauntlet, and slots like, oh, this is my fucking chance. And he like contorts backwards and bends back towards guts to like stab at him with both of his like three pronged knives. 
Literally. He's like screaming at him. He's like on guard. Like he's so hype about this <laughs> shit. He's like, I got your ass. Uh, and even the Lord's kind of like, oh no. Everyone's like, oh shit. Like he's fucked. Um, and you know, Guts is just kind of like, well. And then he just flings this dude like bodily across the like <laughs> the fighting field. Like he didn't even get close to him. Guts is just suddenly like swinging his sword, and we see Slot go like flying. If you aren't looking yeah. at this panel, I really recommend it. He hit it like shit. he hit him like it was like he was using a baseball bat. Like he hit yeah. him with like, the side of his sword. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he just goes like rolling across the field, and it's like a fucking bowling he ball. Smash bros with this man. <laughs> he like crashes into seriously. He like crashes into a bunch of other people. And, you know, Guts has to have a pithy one-liner, so he does that, and he's like, you might want to stick to street performing, and we're like, oh, Guts. <laughs> and, you know, guns, yeah. everyone, like, explodes, and, like, the Lord's like, oh, shit, he did it, and he's, like, strangling his, like, attendant in his excitement. Um, <laughs> you know, he was, he put him he was like, headlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his attendant's dying, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But after the fight, the Lord runs up to him and he was like, hey, that was some pretty impressive shit. Like, do you want to work for me? I pay you like super well. And he's like, there's going to be like a large scale robber hunt inside my territory. And this tournament was kind of like to gather people up for that, to like get the strong people. And Guts is like, not nah, like right now I'm just like trying my hand at finding strong opponents. And the Lord is like very intrigued by this. And he's like, oh, are you on... Um, I used to know how to pronounce this word, but I don't anymore. Uh, he, basically, like, a journey a knight goes on to uh, learn and train, and it's kind of like a holy quest sort of thing. And yeah. Guts is like, eh, I sure, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. And then the Lord's like, well, like, if that's the case, like, the woman boss of those bandits is such a good sword fighter, even ten large men couldn't defeat her, and Guts is like a fucking woman. Who? Um, what now? Yeah. Um, i've never seen one in my life but um the lord is like oh yeah surely you've like heard of this shit by now like there's a former mercenary group who caused an uprising like about a year ago it seems they were like super active in the war i can't remember their name a year ago yeah a year ago (laughs) really emphasize a year um, you know, Guts grabs him by the collar and is like, what the <laughs> fuck did you just say? And the guy's like, ah? and he's like, uh, oh yeah, they're, they're the band of the Hawk. Uh, it's the band of the Hawk and their woman boss, Casca. And Guts is like, distraught. He's like, what the fuck happened after I left? I don't know what the hell went on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Slap! Slap! There was no, and just for anybody knows, there was no like indication it had been a year until he said that. Yes. And they don't, they kind of mention it a couple more times, but unless you're like reading this right through, you might forget it sometimes. Because yeah. I know I definitely did. I was like, has it been six months or something? So just keep in mind, everything after this, it's a year after we saw the Bandit Hawk like fighting for their fucking yeah. lives. So, it's after we saw yeah. the Skull Knight, it's after like all of our warnings have kind of been given. So, yeah. Um, and with that, we go into the next chapter, The Fugitives. Um, is that right? Yes, that is yeah. right. Sorry, I psyched myself out for a second. Um, and we come across uh, a camp at night, and we got these 
two mercenary guys who are up on a hill being like chuckle fucks, like laughing to each other. And they're like, oh, we found it. It's the Hawks' hideout. And their helmets are very reminiscent of, like, the Blue Whale's armor with the guys who all had, like, a bunch of different helmets. Yeah. And, like, they're super weird for no reason. That's kind of what's going on here, too. <laughs> um, but we get down to the camp of the Hawks, and everyone is exhausted. We, like, no, there is yeah. no morale. People are injured. People are, like falling asleep on top of each other just like trying to make it basically and we go into a camp uh, one of the tents and we see Casca's sword and like a map that she's pouring over and it's obvious she's been working really hard and is also really tired um but before we can like you know take in that scene too much uh Judo walks in with some food for her and he's like, you know, if you push yourself too hard, you're not going to last. And like, I know, I know how you feel, but you're like the leader now. And if you're going to collapse, like we're all fucked because we're all tired. Yeah. And she's like, I know, like, I am fully aware of that. You, know, you didn't need to give me that exposition. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's like, well, we just got word back from the group. We slipped into Wyndham, uh, which is the where the palace is located at. Um, and she's like, you know, Griffith is in like the lowest level of the castle. And it seems like he's being kept in this super old, decrepit underground prison. And he's been tortured for the whole year. And people have heard... Jesus like screams and moans and just this horrible like all these horrible noises coming from the prison that sound like him and she's like wringing her hands and she's like but in the past month like even that has stopped and so we're kind of at the point where we're like fuck like is he still alive we don't know um and she she continues and she's like you know everyone's like the most exhausted they've been and we can't take a lot more of this. And, you know, if we don't hurry, kind of implying they, they're not going to make it if they don't hurry. But Judo kind of snaps her out of it and puts his hand on her shoulder. And he's like, you know, you need to have faith and you need to trust your companions. And while we, like, made you our leader, like, you don't need to burden yourself more than necessary. Like, we can only do what we can. And she's, I, I don't think she's been told that this whole year, probably. <laughs> and probably not. She's just like, oh, okay. And he's like, you got to rest up. Like, if you're tired, you're not even going to be able to, like, formulate a plan on how to rescue Griffith. So you need to eat and sleep. And then, like, <laughs> a little side note on it is, like, your eyes are baggy. <laughs> and I'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You look like shit. Um, (laughs) You look like shit, lady. Come on. Put some mascara on. Yeah, smile more. Um, You know, she's like, you know what? You're right. Thank you. And he leaves, um, letting her have some privacy. And she goes to, like, lift the soup to her, like, lift the spoon with the soup to her mouth and just starts crying. (laughs) And she drops the bowl and the spoon and just kind of collapses onto the map. Just completely wrung out. Nothing left. Yeah. yeah. And Judo gets back to the camp and, you know, everyone's asking. They're like, you know, how's she, how's she doing? And Judo's like, she's going to rest. And Rickard's like, I mean, that's good. She hasn't, like, 
slept at all. <laughs> so that's uh, a good thing that she is. And Judo's like, well, he, he's giving us some more exposition. And she's like, he's like, well, she's been doing pretty well considering like if she hadn't taken immediate command of everything, we would have been completely wiped out like yeah. way back when we got ambushed. Um you know, Rickard's agreeing with him. He's like, yeah, I don't know if we would have survived. And then we got fucking Corcus, and he's, like, laying on the ground, like, with his arms propped behind his head, and he's like, who cares if we fucking survived? Like, all we're doing is, like, running around because we don't want to die. And, like, Pip and Judo yeah. and <laughs> Rickard are looking at him like, shut up, man. Like, be quiet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, and he's like, you know, even if we survive, all right, like... There's no use, really, because it took so long to get to where we were at. And, like, without Griffith, like, we're, we ain't shit, you know? And yeah. Rickard's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's why we're trying to get him out. What is wrong with you? And um, Corcus is like, well, do you have any proof he's still alive? And he's like, I mean, uh. isn't it just all kind of done? And Rickard like has a huge outburst which we don't normally see from him like in anger we've seen him cry plenty of times but we haven't seen him like just start like screaming at somebody and he's like what are you talking about why the fuck are you here like why didn't you leave with the others who left and good question yeah which is a good question but just kind of like hey like calm down a little um and you know rickard's kind of wishing if only he were here right now. Definitely not foreshadowing. That, that, that man. That man. That man. Uh, but we we cut to a different scene with a guard who's kind of nodding off a little bit. He's not playing. He he he's <laughs> too tired to do his duty basically, and we he hears a noise and all of a sudden we see a chakram like slice clear through his head basically, which is uh, kind of a raw panel honestly. But it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It reminds me of like early 2000s horror movie type shit. Yeah, seriously. And we got a admittedly very cool panel of Salat coming up to like retrieve his chakram. And he's like, all right, we're going to see if like these guys are actually everything everyone hyped them up to be. And he takes his mercenary group and they charge into the camp where everyone, you know, is tired and exhausted and not ready for a fight at all. And a lot of people get super cool. Yeah, super cool. A lot of people get cut down right off the bat. Um, but we got our core group, and they're jumping to their feet, grabbing shit. And Casca wakes up when she hears everyone yelling about the a- enemy raid, and grabs her sword and runs out. And she kind of takes like a moment to assess the situation, and then she's immediately commanding people. She's like, "You guys get over here. You guys get the wounded in the wagons. We got to get out this way." Um, and Slot walks up behind her and he's like, oh, like, you adapted real quick and you are commanding them well. Like, I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm impressed. And he's like, <laughs> but in any kind of battle, the moment the leader's head is taken is the moment the outcome is decided. Ooh. Oh, he's like super smug. Um, and, you know, she holds her sword at the ready. And she's just, she's tired still. She's fucking, she's got maybe five minutes of sleep. Um. And he's like, you know, wearing a sword means you're a warrior, and I'm not going to hold back because you're a woman. And it's like, okay, bro, no one, no one fucking asked you. Yeah, other feminist, feminist king. king. Him and Gut. Oh my god. Hand in hand. Um, 
And what a nice guy. I know. And he lunges right for her, swinging and immediately on the attack. And we kind of run into a similar situation as the other two fights we've seen slot in, where he's attacking as much as he can until he can kind of, um, oh my god, like grapple his opponent. And then he's kicking out. And he kind of has a similar fight style to Casca that we've seen before, which is like very agile as opposed to like big swings. So she she knows how to deal with it, but it's also kind of apparent she's not used to dealing with it in this kind of context. So she she takes a swing at him and gets knocked down. And then they go through this like whole sequence where she's flipping and he's chasing after her and slicing and dicing. And um <laughs> Jido is like worried, but he's hung up somewhere else. Like he literally cannot get over there in time. There's too much happening. Pippin's like busting someone's head in the background. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. I have to mention anytime Pippin comes up summary or not. <laughs> he loves like knocking people's eyes out of their fucking heads. Yeah. The greatest thing <laughs> he's just popping skulls. But Costco's kind of like, uh, this bitch is too fast. Like I'm fucking tired. And she trips and falls. And uh, Salat's on top of her, not in a weird way this time, thankfully. And he's like, yeah. got her pinned with his knives. And he's like, you know, if you like put down your sword now and have your guys surrender, like, fine. Like, some of your people will survive. But if not, I'm going to cut your head off right now. I'm going to count to three. And I'm like, what are you, a babysitter? <laughs> but, um, I'm going to count to three, okay? Yeah. And he's <laughs> counting, and Costco's pinned, and he's like, one. And then it cuts to two with um, Pippin and Judo, like, trying to get to her as fast as possible, um, having to mow through a bunch of guys in the process. He counts to three, and we see Guts stand up behind him. And then, because he has to have the last word and everything, Guts says four. Of course. And then he kicks the man in the back of the head, <laughs> sends him flying <laughs> across the screen again. Um, <laughs> the the panel where he says four and he kicks him in the back like it's such a good panel because you can like see Salat's like mouth pressed against his 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 like mask but also his eyes he's like what the fuck <laughs> what just happened I <laughs> kicked bodily in the head only I do that but oh god everyone like freezes like the whole fight just kind of stops for a second uh because everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? Is that Guts? <laughs> Who is that? And, you know, Guts is standing over Casca and, like, has the light behind him. So he's all shadowy and, like, heroic and shit. And, <laughs> and he's like, don't let this fucking, like, street performer do you in. Like, pull yourself together, unit commander. And she's just kind of looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing here? Uh She's like, I. She she probably never thought she'd see that motherfucker again. <laughs> like our last page is him smiling down at her and her looking up at him, like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you doing here?" Slap. Slap. She's obviously like, like happy, but still at least a little exhausted. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she's like, what? She's just stunned. She's like, okay, I didn't die just now. That was great, but uh, <laughs> that is the end of that chapter. Uh, and the end of the chunk that we are going to be going through today. Uh, yes. Yes. So we got we got a little mix in there. We got a brief break from all the well, almost all the crap. Um, 
Incredibly brief, yeah. Incredibly, incredibly brief. These chapters weren't too long. The reason I, like, described so much in the tournament chapter, too, is just because, like, it was almost all that happened (laughs) in that chapter. Like, it was basically just fights and... Yeah. I feel like it is also kind of character building for us a lot further down. So a lot of his stuff is tied up and the way he fights, the way he moves and like talks shit to people. So Exactly. Yeah, no. I think that yeah, no, totally that that fight was important, especially because like like you said, it was like we saw him later on. It made made sense, right? Yeah. Like, oh we're not done with him yet. (laughs) No, 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 no. And we're also not done with him yet. Yeah. So Salat's Salat, not gone. Nope. Um, we also did you mention his eyeliner? I did not mention the Egyptian eyeliner he had on. Yes, the Egyptian eyeliner. It's very Ooh, uh, incredible. Someone saw uh, Mira saw Cleopatra once as a kid and like just went in with that Hollywood eyeliner. So, so this Prince of Egypt movie seems to be pretty um, popular. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ. Yeah. So after we talked so positively about my time in Jordan earlier, um, I obviously... We didn't plan that, by the way. I didn't didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, my God, we are about to do those chapters where he's first introduced. (laughs) And, like, the thing is, like, Salat as a character himself is not a bad thing. You know, he's an agile fighter. He... It's got a lot of tricks up no, his sleeve. Yeah. He becomes pretty relevant now and later. But yeah. the design just leans into so many Orientalist tropes. And I've seen a lot of conversation about this recently, too. So I think I'm just, like, extra tired and fatigued by it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got, like, this Prince of Persia motherfucker over here. And hey. <laughs> Someone someone on the early Assassin's Creed dev team helped with the design. You know, it's just like <laughs> there's oh God. there's so oh many God. jokes I could make about this, but it I I really hate <laughs> how they chose to do him a lot. It plays into a lot of very like negative stereotypes about like Asian people in general as well, because you know, yes. he's a very effeminate looking man as well. And like, I give Mira a little bit of slack with this because he does tend to draw some men very effeminately, it's not just in this case. Um, but visually, it also ties in with that, you know. So, there's a lot yeah. of elements going on here. There's the whole like, oh, the western barbarians, and I know the ancient arts of blah blah blah. <laughs> like. The thing is, like, he could be an Arab stereotype, but he could also be, like, an Indian stereotype, like a South Asian one. Yeah. This is a big uh, Indiana Jones moment. Yes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, it's that's one of the... a great it, way to it's describe literally, it. It's literally the moment, that, that clip that everybody loves. Because, I mean, yeah, I, th- I also think it, it's, it's funny. It's a funny scene. But, but... <laughs> but, like, the guy whips out the sword and starts swinging it around, and then Indy just fucking shoots him in the chest. Yeah. That, like, that's, that's basically what happens. But, like, it, it's just so funny because, like, the concept of races and stuff in Berserk, as we talked about before, right? Like, it's there, but there's obviously hasn't been a ton of thought put into a lot of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there, it hasn't been, like, like he'll draw some, some people similarly, so it's like, oh, they're probably from similar places, like Corcus and um, Guts' right-hand man. Yeah, Gaston. Or even... Gaston. Yeah, Gaston. Yeah, Gaston. Or, or even, you know, I mean, Casca is darker skinned, right? Like, people look like they're from different places. Right. 
so to see like this jump out and it's like we want to make it very obvious yeah <laughs> what we want this character to represent it's kind of like a very hard like ooh right it, it's yeah. it's just like the torturer where it's like well why do we need to put that part in there yeah like, couldn't it just like he could have had the same like fighting style and everything because he even like we see next chapter like he loses the turban and stuff and like he has like a cool character design like he didn't even have to have like all of the get up like and it's cool like there's just so many other ways to represent what area this character comes from that doesn't pull in stuff from real life that has not been addressed in the Berserk universe. Exactly. At all. Exactly. Like, do they have the Quran in the Berserk universe? Like, do they have Moss? Is are any religions a thing? Like, what? Yeah. Like, like we don't have like a lot of context for any of that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just kind of like an out of nowhere thing, right? Where I feel like, like I'm trying to like shoot Mira some bail, right? Because we obviously established it's, 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 I feel like it's kind of half assed and kind of lazy, right? Yeah. But I feel like Mira probably like literally saw this character design like in something else and was like, damn, that looked really cool in Berserk. Yeah, that's kind of and how like, I figured. <laughs> yeah. Just no thought. And, and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with a lot of these, Mira is just like, I like that idea and just like slaps it in there, you know, not a lot of thought behind yeah. it, which like in and of yeah. itself is annoying. I don't think this was like intended maliciously necessarily, but it still, you know, shows you again, you have to think of when this was made as well, because this was very much a big thing at the time uh, using this kind of image as shorthand for like a mystic fighter kind of thing you know yeah but it's either this yeah. or like a kung fu master right like it's one of the two so yeah yeah he went with this one which like there's another dark skin character here but unfortunately it's another dark skin character he's racist about still so it's yeah yeah because because what if we have seen like two or three people that are like straight up black and the mm -hmm. first one was a rapist yeah. so i mean yeah, yeah. um yeah it, it, it's kind of it's one of those things where it's like you can tell he's employing it for like plot reasons mm -hmm. and his and the reasoning is kind of flimsy like it, it's one of those things where it's like you could say that this was necessary if you thought about it for less than five minutes right so yeah i don't know it's one of those things where this guy because this is also a comic right where we have had dudes given incredibly intricate armor um, that does borrow from a lot of different cultures and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But we've also gotten monsters, unlike anything I've seen in a lot of other media, right? Like right. crazy body horror shit. We're going to get some even weirder shit in the next few chapters, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can have that kind of varied design, but then when it comes to, I need a warrior who has a very off-kilter um, fighting style who has all these crazy weapons mm -hmm. and then go mm, i'll slap a turban on him like it's yeah. just kind of it's it's kind of but but at the same time it's also incredibly 90s yeah. it is the most 90s fucking thing you could do is um abuse asian and middle eastern cultures yeah. to create like your mystical fighter thing because we talk a lot about fighting games right that's some of the most racist media oh, yeah, big <laughs> um um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just directly call out like Mortal Kombat, right? Like Mortal Kombat, like that game is incredibly American. It's it's all American, um, but a lot of what the game does is rely on a lot of Asian stuff, right? And it's a lot of it is very bumbling and goofy, and they've they've kept a lot of it. Like for instance, like 
Hanzo Hisashi is two fucking last Japanese names, oh and they named God. a character that. Like, and that's Scorpion's, like, fucking name, right? And there's a lot of other stuff in there where you can even tell, like, you can even tell back then. They were trying to be at least a little bit respectful with some of the stuff they did, but it was 90s respectful. Yeah. So it was, we're not going to use slurs, and that's about, we're going to call it a day there. Yeah. So... I'm not saying that it's okay, but if you go like contextually and look at stuff in the nineties from around then, oh boy, they they really like to just lean on that as like, how do we know this guy has special powers? He's Asian. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. That that is all we needed. We don't need any other character development. And that's what I'm seeing a lot here with him, right? And and it's one of those things where like you hear a lot of people say dumb shit all the time about you couldn't get away with that these days, right? Yeah. Except, like, they're just mad that they don't hear slurs as much in <laughs> popular media, yeah. I guess. But, yeah, like, this is one of those things where I feel like if this was made now, we would have gotten the same character with, like, a different character design. Like, yeah. <laughs> like at least, like... Depends on who's making yes. it. Exactly. Not, it probably would have been, like, less blatant. And, like, st- like standards-wise, would it become because somebody is sensitive? Probably not. Just because of what some people expect nowadays which is not this yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know i like c as a character the fight that comes up with him and guts next chapter is fucking sick oh it's it, so good it's one of my favorite fights that we get yeah like even where i read up to now it's like still one of like my favorite fights yeah but um Big yeah thing. i I do think it's a little bit of a letdown with the character design, especially because he does go on to do like cool shit and right. he's in more than one chapter, right? It's not a Bazuso no, situation be back. where he gets crushed. Yeah. 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 So you was like, this is yeah. too sick of a design for me to like immediately <laughs> get rid of. But <laughs> look at this shit. He's wearing a turban and some knives. So cool. Um, I will say. I think this is one of the things that does read worse in the anime because you have the noises uh, as well. Ooh, no. Yeah, you have a lot of like screaming kung fu noise kind of shit and like <laughs> it's it's a lot. Like when I was watching it, I was just like, "Mira, what the ever loving fuck are you doing?" And like the thing is like, you know, like Within, like, Bedouin culture and within, like, other Middle Eastern, South Asian cultures, like, there are certain arts that do have an element of that, right? But, like, in in conjunction with, like, literally everything else going on here, I was just like, I... I tired. I don't want to do this. Uh, yeah, it just there are some moments with him where I'm like, I want to like this character so much because I think He's a cool character. And then I just like see like another little thing that Mira manages to tack on there. Like I think later he calls Guts a dog basically. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going with that too. All right. Um, It's just like little things like that, you know, because like it's very like heavy to call someone that in Arabic. Like dogs are considered incredibly filthy and not Mm -hmm. like um, halal even. So it's it depending on where you are, but like it's just when I see that like portrayed in Western media, normally it is not done well, and I think this is another case where yeah. it's not done well. And like, there is a difference between like 
putting in parts of culture, the culture that are good, like give a full picture of it and then doing just a very one dimensional like I'm yeah. from this place. I'm more sophisticated than you, obviously. Um, and I mean, that ties in with, like, <laughs> you know, the Egyptians having like pyramids and stuff like that. And people being like, well, yeah, they get knowledge to do that. Like, there's so many like weird little things. That can <laughs> How did they do that? It was the aliens, you know, like there's so many weird <laughs> yeah. things. Um, uh, Cheval used Indiana Jones earlier, which is a great comparison because there's so much in that where I'm just like, oh, that's so. <laughs> so bad. Oh, my God. Like, 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 there's some of those movies. I, I just, and this is my favorite thing about like movie buffs, right? Yeah. Like, my favorite thing about movie buffs specifically do those. I don't know what it is about them, but they like doing this thing where if you say something and something was done poorly, and it's a, like a well-respected movie, they will go in on you, right? Like they'll be like, "Well, you're too sensitive or whatever." But it's like, no, dude. Like I can laugh at your old stupid movie. Yeah. That um was very ham-fisted with the way it portrayed people from an entire section of the world yes. like I, I don't know why we need to act like because that's it's a it's it's a poor move it's it's really like done shittily a lot of the times in the 90s you get a lot of stuff people like are yelling random like gibberish arabic oh in, my uh, yep. asian languages like and it was very normal to do that mortal Kombat, like i just said yeah, there's a yeah, there's yeah. One of the spells Raiden does, he's just saying gibberish. Um, And and I'm pretty sure in the first like couple movies, he was played by a white dude. Yes, like it's it's like it's just one of those things where it's that's the thing. Like once again, I love Mortal Kombat, but this is just like referring to this as another thing, right? Even in the new movie for Mortal Kombat, they like revise a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they made they made the Asian people Asian, and they like change some characters designs around because that's just what you do when you you know learn better and better right, right? like it's not it's not like <laughs> this like arduous task right so i don't know like it, once again just seeing this character it didn't like ruin the experience for me it was just like another one of those things where i was like let me check when this is published again i uh, got it okay just gotta keep myself aware of that um and know that this is not like this is not supposed to be the norm. Because yeah. also he's like very like wiry too, mm-hmm. which not like bad, but it's also like there's nobody else like built like that. It's just like it's just like these weird things, yeah, these weird choices that Mira makes. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, he could have gone a different racist way with it, and I'm kind of thankful he did not choose that tack. Um, because I think it would have been yes. a lot harder for me to be like, okay, I'm gonna talk this out in a rational manner. Um, <laughs> I think that one would have really pissed me off. Um, not that this doesn't piss me off. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, man, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> the whole, like, woman line shit, but that's just Miura's writing, so I can't really, like, fault the character, <laughs> like, himself for that shit. It's, right. Miura just loves being like, ah, you're a woman, and we're like, we know. <laughs> we know she's yes. a woman. We get it now. Yes. Um. Thank you. Thank you, Mira. He's like, this character also recognized that she's a woman. Because, I mean, like, listen, we live in the South. We know there's a lot of dudes who walk around just saying awful things to women because they're women. Yeah. But also, it is kind of funny to not assume that these guys wouldn't even, like, <laughs> bother explaining that. Like, yeah. A lot of them would just be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't need to quantify this. <laughs> I'm just going to be an asshole to you. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it was kind of potentially an attempt to like 
subvert his stereotype a little bit by being like, I'll fight you anyway, even though you're a woman, and being like, see, I didn't make the Arab character misogynist that way. Um, yeah. And I'm like, but that's still, we're old. Mm, yeah, sure. Whatever, Mira. <laughs> Mira, you know what? Uh, whatever. Yeah, well, just, you know, do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. You you will anyways. This has been written for years, but <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's that was one of the big uh, things for me. This chapter outside of the first chapter that Cheval, um so gallantly read because <laughs> I was <laughs> going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's not even too much there to talk about. No. Um, there was a time skip, right? So I feel like that's the one. That's the only all the other critique I have about this is um, I don't I don't even like need like it's been a year since I left. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But there wasn't really like much because the last thing we saw was like you know um, Griffith losing the Behalet and Costco uh, about to get shot with a bunch of fucking arrows. Yeah. Right? So the flash to a different scene. I mean, for all we know, until the, almost the end of that chapter that could have been like the next day we don't we didn't fucking know that right so and as i'm reading through it right like guts does look slightly different and stuff like that and like they try to show some time grew because Costco's hair is slightly longer too right Mm -hmm. like they try to do a couple of things because they've aged the characters up for very specific reasons which we will i I am definitely going to talk about that i think it's next chapter or in two episodes there's a reason that the that a year has passed yeah (laughs) because they could do some more stuff but um, yeah, no, um, that's my only other gripe with this chapter is it's not very like it's not indicated very often, right? Like yeah. we don't really know until the end of that chapter, and then you know we get, I guess we're supposed to be surprised like guts, right? Mm-hmm. But he has done stuff like that before where he has like said three months past, or it's like mm-hmm. three months later. So it is like so we could have gotten that at least yeah. like at the top corner of the page or something at the first panel. So. Yeah, that's the only thing I found was weird. But um very glad to see Charlotte got away from her gross oh dad. My God. And yeah. Um yeah, and all the other thing we got out of my chapter was um <laughs> um Griffith pretty much uh being tortured for the rest of his life. Yeah, that that that's all we else we got is that he's getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um and that has been confirmed and he lost the Halet. So that's that's something they kind of showed off as he it got dropped down the drain. So we'll see the next time we see that thing. But Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. we'll we'll see. It's not exactly a normal object, so No, like it, when I saw <laughs> it floating too, I was like, "Man, what the fuck is that shit made out of?" Um but Yeah. Yeah, I uh, again again with the torture. We talked about this pretty at length last time. I don't think there's a lot I could say without it being a rehash, but mm-hmm. they made him definitely a lot more childlike seeming in this chapter with his lines and I yeah. really resent that a lot. That is like the big thing I will bring up from it. Um yeah. And like I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just tiring. Uh, that's how, that's how I feel about it. It's just kind of tiring. And Mira, we've talked before, even last time, about how like he really just likes using disability as like a um, undesirable sort of indicator. You know, like oh, this guy's fucked up because he's uh, he's disfigured, and it's like, okay, cool. 
Thanks, Mira. Um, <laughs> Thanks, dude. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I do want to say, I think there is a difference between Mira, like, depicting actual disabled people as bad people and, like, some of his monster designs, because some of them do veer kind of on the disfigurement side of things and veer into being ableist, but a lot of his monster designs genuinely are just monster designs, and so I don't think it, like, yeah. touches that as much, but in this case specifically, I was like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're doing that again. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... <sighs> Yeah, there's not a whole lot more to say about that that hasn't been said. Um, I'm trying to... Yeah, it's it's just another one of those, you know, lazy writing things. I feel like that's the thing that I, that I want to, like, talk about when it comes to this, right? Mm-hmm. Is, like, I feel like people get stuck on the fact that these things are offensive, right? Which, like, yes, obviously, that's yeah. the reason that it's, it's, like, duh, we don't want that in there. But also, like, there's just a lot more creative ways oh, to yeah. show off some of these things but also it's one of those things where it's like is this necessary Mm -hmm. because all the torture it does is torture yeah so why did we need to give him this extra character attribute especially when all he's doing is like like all he does is tease um griffith while he like massacres him right so there didn't need to be another aspect of this it could have just it literally could have just been dude in a mask talking shit Mm -hmm. and it would have had the same effect no, but like you said, it, it it's it's literally just, hey, look how gross he is. Isn't that gross? And, you know, once again, in a fucking manga about monsters, yeah, there's a lot better, there's a lot more creativity to be had there. And, and yeah, that that's, yeah. Like you said, there's not too much more to say it. I'm going to see his ass in a couple more episodes. I know, too. I'm just like, have so. <laughs> uh, If he yeah. comes back to, unfortunately, I'll probably reiterate some of it then. But yeah, it's... And, like, the thing we talked about last time uh, was how he has a lisp, and so he talks yeah, in a way that we are obviously not going to read, because we're not fucking <laughs> no. dickwads. Um, yeah, I'm but, good on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was, like, when I saw it, I was, like, we are not reading that shit. And then you're, like, I'm not gonna do this. And I was, like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this fucking shit. Fuck? But, um, yeah, I mean... I do actually, like, genuinely like the scene where the hawks are getting ambushed just because it gives you, like, such <sighs> a scale of things. And also, it's a very visceral moment, even though it's a very short one. Like, yeah, there's a lot of betrayal happening in that moment. And a lot of, like, oh, we... The tonal shift you were talking about earlier. It's like, oh, this is, like, happening. You know? Like, this is... It, it's the total, like... It's a total, like, shift from... Yeah, like you said, it, it's one of those, like... Because all these other moments we've seen with the Van of the Hawk, they've been, like, outnumbered, quote-unquote. But, like, you know, they always came out at the other end. Yeah. And this is one of those moments where, like, they don't even have their fucking weapons. So how the hell would they make it out of this, right? Like, because I'm not going to lie. If they had their weapons, considering how they fought before, even without Griffith, I feel like they would have made it out, like, a lot better. Yeah. Like, not necessarily, like, good, but they would have been at least able to make it out there, like, like, you know, without losing, what, a shit ton of... They've lost so many people yeah. at this point, and they were already pretty small. So, yeah, that sense of scale when it's, like, their army in the center of, like, these five other, like, battalions coming after them mm-hmm. is absolutely, like... It's, like, heart-wrenching, right? Because it's like, oh, yeah, no, they're fucked. Like, mm-hmm. and they don't even know why they were called out there. They were just told to go out there. Yeah. Like, so some probably some, like... Some like somebody from the castle just came over with a note or something. Like it was super sneaky. Um, 
And, and it, it reminds me of like what all those people. It, I always will go back to this because I feel like this is just easy, even though I don't. I've never watched the show. Um, it's easy for people to connect to, but like it's like the Game of Thrones shit, right? Yeah. Like, it's like oh, one of those moments. Except like, I like how this is like a build up because it's like yeah, he got caught. He's being tortured. You start thinking of what's going to happen to everybody, and then before you know it, they're getting chased out. And they were trying to execute them, yeah. but they managed to escape. Right? Like it's. It's all fucked. So I really like that moment as well. That's probably my favorite moment from that chapter because yeah. the rest of it was um awful yeah. and torture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I know I talk about how stupid Corcus is all the time, but like the way he's like just so avidly trying to believe in Griffith still and being like, No, he's not a he's not a punk ass bitch. Like he's having fun. He didn't he's not sad about it. He's probably like yeah. fucking some chick, which yes, but also mm, <laughs> but not 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 exact not exactly. Not exactly. And then like, you know, everything like Rickard is like, hey, maybe, you know, this. He's like, No, it's just this. And it's like <laughs> Okay, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, it, I don't know. Like, to me, one thing about Corcus's thing that I don't hate necessarily is, like, his absolutely unwavering loyalty to Griffith. Like, he... Yeah. Like, he has put so much into being a part of the band, and, like, so much of his, like, life and success depends on it, that he's just like, yeah, I will make any excuse for this man. Um... Oh my god. Is he fucked up? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I want my money, you know? Like, in, like, to a degree, yeah. I can be like, you know what, Corcus? Yeah. Fuck it. I respect that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You, you had it. You have a point. Yeah. Technically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do like Corcus for some reasons. He's done shitty things, right? Yeah, he's a horrible he, character. Right. He, but he does, he's done some things where I'm like, no, this is, like, realistic. Like, they're... Yeah. Like, and then everybody's gonna be like, he's our great leader. And then he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. We're fucked. Living there in the forest, right? Yeah. <laughs> he like, turns over. He's like, you really think we're gonna make it out of this? Like, it's almost like he's just kind of like waiting to die. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, we're whatever. Done. This isn't happening. <laughs> like, I don't know what you guys yeah. thought would happen, but we're fucked. Yeah. L- literally, like, oh, you guys thought we were gonna make it out of this? You're fucking silly as hell. Yeah, Why did you think that was happening? Yeah. Also, the scene where everyone is getting shot down, and you can, like, see people getting, like, shot in the mouth and shit like that, too. Mira yeah. loves being shot in the mouth stuff, but also it's really cool looking, so. Yeah, he does, he does it well, so I'm not that mad at it. Yeah. Every time there's arrows, Mira's like, someone's gonna get shot through the cheek, or, like, straight through the head, and it's like, alright, yeah, I'm down. He's like, why wouldn't it do that? Duh. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, statistically... At least one arrow has to do that. Um, <laughs> there's not really a lot to say about Charlotte and your dad, just because I think you summed it up pretty well. I do think that, like, the only thing that stopped him was her, like, crying out for Griffith. And he was like, wait, seriously? And then she, like, kicks him in the yeah. face. But, yeah, that, I don't know. Once again, Charlotte deserves better. Poor Charlotte. Um yeah, poor Charlotte. Mira me. hates women. No, I'm kidding. Um, or am I? <laughs> we wish. We wish. Or am I? We shall see as we keep reading. Yes. So. Well, we will find out if I am kidding or not. Yeah, we will. We will. We will have a. We will have a. Um, 
answer by the end of this podcast <laughs> series. Yeah, I hope no, so. Um, if we're going through the whole thing like that. If we're going to go through all this, we need answers at the very least. Yeah, yeah. I would love to know, but uh, oh man, yeah, I think like despite. There's not a lot that happens in these chapters. Like, there is because there's a time skip and shit. And, like, there are a few, like, key points. But I feel like a lot of it really picks up, like, the next few chapters. Because then it's like, yes. oh, Guts is back. Okay, now we can focus on the plot and not do, like, little Yeah, characters. exactly. So, yeah. yeah well. Yeah, so, more stuff starts happening. Yeah, for sure. And I think we're about to, yeah, we'll probably round out uh, volume three three yes of the deluxe series in the next couple of episodes um so that'll be something yeah no yeah the, 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 we're oh man we, we it's so funny because at some point we're gonna get past the deluxe series so we're just gonna be reading yeah um, we're just online because be <laughs> yeah no, nothing we can do about that but um no i'm i am enjoying the series um still I do think that it's cool because now we're going to start to be able to do some of the other stuff we wanted to do as far as um, streaming the video game because um, we're about to be at a point where the video game, I think, ends. So we can probably start the video game soon. Oh, sweet. Um, and as well as the uh, anime, we could probably start that soon as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, l- let us know if there's a specific day of the week you guys want to do that or if you would rather, like, have that in between podcast episodes or anything like that. That would mm-hmm. help us figure out how we want to do that. Cause we both want to play that berserk game. Um, I know he doesn't like Musos, so I might be playing while Cal watches. Yeah, but, it's probably um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have that. I'm also down to um, emulate some of the older berserk games. There's a really rare one. That's a dreamcast game that I'm pretty sure you can't play unless you like pay $500 for it or some shit. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so we can do other stuff now because we're we're far enough in that it's not gonna like either not make sense to us or it'll spoil stuff that we're to the point where like we don't get it right. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd, I'd, I don't want to be doing something where we're like bumbling through it and then like being like we have no idea what's going on or what's different. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. We have the Band of the Hawk video game, so that's ready to go whenever. So um, yeah, let us know what you guys want to see in the future we're definitely going to do it but if there's like a specific day or anything like that we're going to talk we're going to talk between ourselves and see what we can find out too but yeah um i'm excited about that because i do want to see what other media is like or what they have changed or haven't changed in other stuff because it's always funny in source material like what gets translated and what doesn't or like Mm -hmm. what they just have to cut out of a video game and what doesn't especially especially a lot of manga based video games because um I've seen some really well done ones. Like some of the Naruto games are almost like just reading a version of the manga that cuts out like the bullshit mm-hmm. chapters. Like it's pretty well done. And even like hardcore Naruto people like tell say it's a pretty good way of like getting into the story. But I don't, I don't know. I'm curious about that for Berserk. So right. yeah. Yeah. It would, I think we definitely want to do at least like a couple of streaming parties where we're doing the anime. We probably won't be able to like have the recordings of that up. We may. Oh yeah. We may try to like record it and like put it in like a Dropbox or something for you guys to watch if you want to after. But I don't think we'll be able to post it online anywhere because of piracy laws. 
because we live in 2022, yeah, unfortunately. Oh. Um, <laughs> but Ooh, the Berserk the... anime is super easy to watch everywhere. Yay! Yeah, yeah, we gotta <laughs> really guard that. Um, but yeah, we we definitely do want to play the game. So just like Chaval said, let us know what you guys want to do, and we will be happy to try to work our schedules around that at least a little bit. Um, they'll probably be like yeah. Uh, central time in the evening if we do them um unless we do it like on yeah. a sunday and take a break uh but i think generally later on but yeah as always um let us know and we will figure something out because we're good at that <laughs> yeah, just, yeah get, get sh- shout out to you guys you know checking in on the checking in on the podcast and comments and whatever you know, we have posts. We're trying to keep all that stuff up, too. So glad to see that you guys are interacting and all that. Um, not even, like, for, like, a quote-unquote, like, I hate it because this is, like, my day job. But, like, not even for, like, interactions or, like, yeah. metrics way. Just it's cool to see people into this, right? So we appreciate that. Just if you ever want to stop by and comment or say something or give an opinion on anything, we always appreciate that. Yes. Um, but uh, I actually just realized that, um, not just realized, but... It's kind of funny because I'm actually going to get my fixed after this because it's still technically not fixed. Yeah. So um, the good thing is we shouldn't have a random break due to that soon. So that should be good. Um, but no, we appreciate you guys rocking with us this time and listening to me describe awful things and listening to me and Cal be like, hey, you see that this thing was racist? Don't <laughs> worry. It wasn't just you. So <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about racism in the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, if you guys, like we have said multiple times, if you haven't interacted with us on social media and you do want to, um, we are on Twitter at, oh my God, I can never remember it when I need it. It's we're unpacking it, right? Yes. Okay. We're, unpack- we're unpacking it at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, we're on, yeah. Our email is we're unpacking it at gmail.com. Our, oh my God, sorry. You usually do this. So my brain like <laughs> no it's it's all good it's all good yeah we're we're, we're unpacking it at gmail.com we also are on twitter at um let's underscore unpack underscore it see the only reason i'm good at it is because i i've drilled it into my yes head <laughs> um and then our instagram is also um unpack that pod no underscores or anything so yeah if you guys go through there we're i'm honestly getting more into tiktok so you might start seeing more dumb shit i thought you like there it. we're probably gonna yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm starting so um I will, um, we'll probably, we'll probably make a TikTok for the show. I don't know, especially, especially since, you know, we're getting into stuff where we can actually post clips and media because mm-hmm. there's not, I mean, those early chapters of Berserk, it's almost like they're too terrible to make a video game about. Um, or something. But, I don't know. It's almost like yeah, I, know. I would, I would not play a video game about the beginning of Guts's life, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So hit us up there. If you guys want to see anything, let us know. Any content you guys want to see, we're thinking about doing a video podcast. If um, Whenever we get those cameras and stuff set up, let us know what platform works for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, probably YouTube is, is, the, is the move. But if you guys want more, um, you know, longer video episodes or like just like stuff like that, we always can use Patreon and stuff like that. But whatever works, feel free to reach out and we'll work with you guys. But yeah, this has been a good episode 27 of Let's Unpack That. I'm going to go try not to beat up my landlord's um, uh, son so he can fix my internet. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, no, hopefully, hopefully everything goes smooth after that. For sure. 
Uh, thanks y'all for popping in again and we will see you next time. Bye.